did that hit you in a certain way or is that just kind of par for the course for taylor swift she seems to break up a lot um excuse you what do you mean he, he, she's been with him for seven years okay. and okay so you know but how many did I, she go hey, through hey, before hey. that let me let me have my little <laughs> statement i'm gonna say travis we are all not did not meet our sweethearts in high school middle school okay uh-huh. people she is a 33 year old woman who has dated nine people in her life quite a few it is actually not quite a few it seems like you're she gets, 33 and you can date people seems like people she has been with joe alwyn for seven years and she this. broke Get up with him amicably and i'm pretty, just saying it is she's famous she's rich yes. she's attractive right she's talented yes and people seem to want to get the hell away from her what's up with that that is very rude and mean. She is litigious. She writes about this. And also, I feel like it's one, very hard to be with a very famous person. And Joe Alwyn was with her for seven years. It's not like this is a, a one and done kind Taylor, of relationship. They've been together for seven years. She's pretty upset about it. I just don't appreciate the uh, misogyny in your comments about What's it. Misogynistic. What did I say? Just saying that like no, no, no one wants no, no, to be no. around. Hold on. Her. That's a heavy bat to swing. What did I say that Come was misogynistic? On. You just you're making it all about how she just dates a bunch of people and all that That's stuff. That's not misogynistic. That's true. Do you talk about all the men that date a bunch of people? We weren't talking about men. We were talking about her, your favorite person. I'm just saying that they've been together for a long time, and I think that it's. I It'll hope she's out, okay. It didn't work out. Again. It didn't work out. I hope <laughs> she's okay and that she's dealing Again. with it all on her own. People are not running away from her. It's hard to date a famous person. Who is, <clears throat> who is, should I know the person she was dating? No, he was basically a nobody. He is an actor. His name is wow. Joe Alwyn. <laughs> See? Yes. Well, why who's nobody? calling people names? Why yes. a nobody? Just a nobody. He's been Sweet. in a couple of movies and they've guy. been bad. <laughs> All right. Feel well, better? We yeah, got our, we got I mean, I didn't Taylor ask Chris Swift to put it in. I just texted Chris that this happened. <laughs> well, no, come on. Nah, all right, whatever. We're, we're going to move also, on. But also, my other thing that I was thinking about for deviled eggs. So how are deviled eggs a side dish and egg salad is not a side dish? They're essentially the same thing. They are very similar, but de- deviled eggs are a side dish, right? Yes, but you saying egg salad is not a side dish. it's on the sandwich, and it's, yeah, it's a little, yeah. But you can serve But for instance, what I'm getting at, Emily, is when you go to a deli and you order your sandwich, you don't get a, you get a side of potato salad sometimes. Yeah. Get a side of macaroni salad sometimes. I've gotten a side of chicken salad sometimes. It's aggressive. (laughs) I love chicken salad. (laughs) That just seems like, seems like a lot. You, you can you get whatever makes you happy. You 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 get that, and we'll we'll keep it moving from there. Um, Google doesn't have an answer. Is egg salad a side, <laughs> a side dish? Nothing. So Google the has all these kings recipes are in. Yeah, been in. Mm-hmm. They're the number three, Taylor. They drew what might be the worst possible first round opponent. The defending champs, who are getting back one of their most important players, and Andrew Wiggins. Steph is ready. Clay Clay went crazy yesterday against mm-hmm. the Blazers. How you feeling about this? I'm I'm freaking nervous. Yeah, I'm scared. Okay, so <laughs> you were here here's the scenarios we're going to be and it's unfortunate for the war, or for the Sacramento Kings that that 3 slot you were drawing basically you weren't going to get like the Timberwolves. You weren't going to get really the Pelicans. I guess there was a if Pelicans would have won, Clippers would have lost, they would have drew the Pelicans, I think, at the number six. Golden State would have moved up to number five. Long story short, it was either going to be the Lakers, the Clippers, or the Golden State Warriors. Of those three teams, was Warriors the last team you yeah, wanted to Warriors face? Yeah, the Warriors are the last team I wanted to face. Why? 
Well, first of all, I wanted to see one of the games here in here in Los Angeles. That's a big reason. <laughs> a good but reason. Um, yep. they're defending champs. I have a lot of respect for Steph, for Clay, for Draymond. As much as I dislike his style of play, I got a lot of respect for those guys. They're a winning franchise. They're gonna. They're not gonna hand you one. That that's the biggest thing about a team like that, right? That a team like Golden State, who's been through this a million times, yep. and, and it's not just like they're. I think maybe this is just me, mm-hmm. but sometimes I get that. Yeah, but their best is behind. They won the championship last year. It's not like they haven't against won. Boston against a good Boston team. Young. This is not a team that won a long time ago and just kind of is. Oh yeah, hey, don't forget about the old guys who still have it. Sure, they're the defending champs who've had a really weird season with the guys that have been in and out of the lineup. And what's interesting about Sacramento. They're arguably the one team in the league that's kind of just had the same thing every night for six months. They, I mean, they've got the little things like everybody, but yeah, Fox all their guys, and, all their starters have played seventy-five games, eighty games. I mean, they've. By had the way, that, that does not happen in the league anymore. It's crazy. Mm-hmm. It's crazy, and they. You don't want to say this about a seven-game series very often, but it really does feel like for Sacramento, at least. They can't lose that opening game. I'm with you. If Sacramento loses game one, with you. they're in deep trouble. Mm-hmm. If if they win game one, Golden State doesn't care. Mm-hmm. They, they know they just got to get one of the four there because they're going to take care of business at home. But if Golden State can grab that opener, and especially if they grab it and it looks a certain way, sure. Sacramento's lack of experience, they're knowing that they just punted on home court advantage in the opening game, that could get real quickly i really really hope this is a series i really do and i'm confident in that i think it's going to go six seven games i think it's going to be high scoring a lot of fun well here's what's funny sacramento could have avoided this they had that chance on friday sacramento played the golden state warriors and they and decided not to play their starters and decided Did not you to- like that i mean if anything they're trying to i guess not give the warriors a look at what they're what they have to offer so I, I'm, I, I will tell you, going back to that game, if I'm the Sacramento Kings, I'm playing my guys on Friday because I'm going to sit them on Sunday anyways, and they're going to get one full week off anyways. Why not make the Golden State Warriors have to go out there and earn that game? And if I'm the Sacramento Kings, listen, I'm I'm here to win the game. I still have Sunday to sit my guys. Yep. I also get a full week yep. off after that. Why not play your guys on Friday? Throw one more wrinkle in there, too. Mm-hmm. Everything you said with one additional thing. If you knock them into the playing round, they might not come out. 100%. Right? Like you, if, if you put them down into that. Lakers had the tiebreaker on them. Right. But there was, we talked a little about this in the pregame show that it almost felt like the Kings were saying, okay, we'd rather, we the Warriors. We'd rather play the Warriors than we would the, the Lakers. I think and that might be a Mike Brown thing. Maybe he wants to play his old team. Could be. Feels like he knows him pretty There's well. There's no Anthony Davis on the Golden State Warriors, so he you're basically you going something. guards versus guards, right? That's going to kind of be the idea. I, I think there are times when this stuff gets very personal for coaches and players, right? I want to beat them. I want to beat that person. I want to make sure they fired me or they traded me or whatever it is. It gets very personal. But how often do you guys think, because I I don't think, I think in the moment it can get personal. But I don't think to to what you're talking about, Taylor, with the Mike Brown thing, that I want to go against the guys that, that I used to work for. That you're thinking that far down. the line. I don't line. think it's like, bad blood. More, more as he knows their familiarity. Schemes. He knows familiarity. His, yeah. But yeah. Do, you, do you think is it just look, man? We got to just win. Just win tonight. We'll worry about this. To, to try to jockey for who you can get for. Yeah. Once whether, you start doing that, getting cute, then it, it's, you're in. It dangerous. almost always blows up in your face. Yeah, so, I agree. But they weren't the Kings. Weren't the only Phoenix could have kind of determined who they play if they decided to go up against the Lakers on Friday. They sat everybody. 
Um, it wasn't just the Kings, but I was just looking at it from a Kings perspective. If I'm the Sacramento Kings and I get a chance, if I don't want the Warriors, I'm going to play my guys. Because, again, you're still going to get eight days off before you play in your first game, so rest isn't going to be the issue. They didn't play anybody. This is from Tim in the OC, and he writes, Can somebody check to see if it's really Travis? The optimistic Travis making me feel uneasy here. Can someone find the real sweet tea, please? It's I am optimistic, but it's mm-hmm. not coming from a place of just... Oh, I think everything's going to... There's reasons to be optimistic. Yeah. That I, I try very hard to tell you guys what I actually think, right? And for a long time, the Lakers had a bad team that didn't work. Then they made some trades that made themselves significantly better. And seeing the team that they have now, the team after they got Hachimura to start it, and then they made the deal to get Vanderbilt and Beasley, and of course D'Angelo, the ascension of Austin Reeves, and most importantly... Anthony Davis being healthy for the better part of two months. LeBron coming back ahead of schedule because he's like part Wolverine or something. He just just heals quicker than everybody else. They're playing hard. They're playing well. They're making shots. They're really good defensively. They're playing against a team that seems to be kind of running around in disarray in Minnesota. It's not just Pollyanna-ish. Oh, they're going to win because I'm a huge Laker. They're going to win for all the reasons I just Optimism is well-founded. Here's the difference. The difference is, in the baseball gods' world, you are very cautious. In the basketball gods' world, you're firing bullets left and right. Yeah. So, but there's a. Can I tell you why? So then I get nervous because <laughs> then you're. Well, that's just a benefit for me to see you get a little nervous. I do like that. When you start doing that, I'm like, hold up here. No, hold up, Carl I, Anthony. I, you're. There are basketball gods. I I agree with that. However, basketball is far less random than baseball mm-hmm. right the, te- the the better basketball team wins well you say 75 percent of the time sure 80 sure. percent of the yeah. time in baseball the better baseball team wins like 60 percent of the time that it's far more to a coin flip even if you're a lot better basketball and, and football's probably somewhere in between those two things basketball in a seven game series they're five better. guys on the floor at they're the same time better if i have mm-hmm. lebron james anthony davis and they're playing well and they're healthy good luck to you Mm-hmm. You better have Steph Curry and Le- and and Clay Thompson and Draymond Green and Andrew Wiggins playing at the best of their game. I'm not worried about the Minnesota Timberwolves. That, that's I'm just the, not. That's the one thing that I will say is that kind of going into the plane and going into potentially the postseason, um, there has not been long stretches where LeBron and Anthony Davis have been healthy together. You can't determine any of that. The last time the Lakers were in the playoffs – was when Anthony Davis and the Phoenix Suns, Lakers go up two games to one, AD gets injured, they lose four, or they lose uh, three straight games. That's the one part that you just can't control. But there is, you know, you said you feel less about, hey, I'm worried about this, I'm worried about that. That still kind of sticks in the back of my mind because they're so... Everything is so dependent on this, those two guys. You obviously have no shot if one of those guys no, aren't, isn't fully healthy. All of what we're talking about. And by the way, this goes for the Warriors. This goes for the Bucks. This goes for the Sixers. This goes for Celtics. Yep. This, Denver. If your best player goes down, it's it. You're all, it's 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 a wrap. You might be able to win a game. You're not winning a series if Jokic is gone, if Embiid is gone, if Giannis is gone, if Anthony Davis is gone, if any of those really important players miss time. You're dead in the water. We've, and we've seen it over and over again. All right. It's a Michelob Ultra Reaction Monday on 710 ESPN, reacting to everything that went down over the NBA weekend, including the Lakers' win over the Jazz, which, of course, gets them in the playing game tomorrow against the Timberwolves. 
Um, the NBA here, this reaction is presented by Michelob Ultra, a refreshing and balanced flavor with only 2.6 carbs and 95 calories. Michelob Ultra, it's only worth it if you enjoy it. Please enjoy responsibly. All right, so the Lakers have playing tomorrow. The Clippers have a series, a 4-5 matchup against the Suns. Clippers never lose to the Lakers, but can they beat the Suns? That's coming up next. It's Travis Slee, 710 ESPN. We all know breakfast is an important part of your day, but sometimes when you're traveling for business, you end up staying at a hotel that doesn't offer any. You know what happens? You grab a cup of coffee and skip the meal entirely. We've all been there. But if you book a room at La Quinta by Wyndham, you can enjoy their free bright side breakfast featuring delicious baked goods, fruit, eggs, yogurt, and waffles. And really, who doesn't want to start their day with a fresh, hot waffle? Tonight, La Quinta, tomorrow you shine. Book direct at LQ.com. This podcast is proud to be supported by Jets Pizza, the number one pick in Detroit-style pizza. Why? It's simple. Jets is better. With the thickest, crispiest, cheesiest Detroit-style pizza in the country, there's no competition. Right now, get $5 off any eight-corner pizza with code 8SAVE. That's the number eight, S-A-V-E. Go to jetspizza.com to learn more and find a location near you. Again, try Jet's signature eight-corner pizza and get $5 off with code 8SAVE. That's the number eight, S-A-V-E. Jet's Pizza. Better because it has to be. This is a great tweet coming in the Trav and Slee community. This is from George. And George, uh, this is more to you, M. It says, you were talking about Chili's merch. I once, <laughs> I once applied for a job at McDonald's in the mid-80s because the staff was wearing Mac Tonight hats promoting their new NASCAR look. Yeah, that's actually kind of a good idea. How long would I have to work someplace to like get all the swag i would imagine once you're like if you were at chili what, what do you merch. want like the t-shirt well, okay they have a cool line line that i can i can buy it if i wanted to i could buy things if i wanted to and it's fine but i i want to be an influencer for chilies i want to <laughs> do things for chilies i want to do live reads for chilies i will do anything for chilies uh that's what, that's what my goal is what if they would have thrown in a couple of golden corral t-shirt sleeve when you were negotiating <laughs> your your deal with them back in the day unbelievable bro oh, had an opportunity <laughs> at golden corral uh was offered a job told them guys just can i call you back in an hour called him back in an hour the job was gone so just uh for anyone um <laughs> for some life advice don't tell somebody who offers you a job that you're going to call them back in an hour the ideal thing would be is if i got some sort of like you know lifetime pass you know you can come in here and you get free margaritas free el presidentes for forever or something like that like that's the ideal situation of being an influencer is that you actually get something from it <laughs> so that's what i want Cash is kind of king, no, or money. Eh. Maybe not cash itself, but margaritas or cash. I don't know. Uh, cash. You can buy margaritas with cash, and then have cash left over to go buy other things like I don't know, bees. Be right. There's some <laughs> other things, right? I'm um, looking George? it up. We're looking up Chili's influencers. So, <laughs> 215 top Chili influencers. Let's. Uh, I'm on it. I'm just throwing this out to George here. George, if you really wanted that NASCAR Mac Tonight hat from McDonald's back in the 80s. What you do is you say to one of the guys working there, say, hey, how much for that hat? And the guy goes, I don't know, two bucks. And he'll give it to you. And then the, he'll go to his manager, I lost my Mac Tonight hat. Do you have another one? And they'll hand him one. And then you, everybody wins. He gets docked for the month. <laughs> he loses the points. You're working in fast food? No. Me neither. Never worked in Emily, fast food. you had Chick-fil-A experience. Yeah. Is that the only one? Uh, Yeah, just Chick-fil-A. Taylor, did you ever work in a fast food restaurant? No. Uh, closest. I worked at a C's Candy. For, oh, really? For about... um. What is the like, rule on the free sample there? Because I like to duck as my As long head as you're there. on the clock, you get free samples. So you got to eat it while you're there. 
or you can or stash it. Are you it. talking about you getting a free sample? I'm talking about you as an employee. How many free samples will you give me before you see yeah, Taylor? Do that Taylor, anymore. next time he asks, <laughs> about nine years, but um. <laughs> Uh, he wasn't as concerned of what you're going to get. Well, I figured as an employee, you get the snack on him here and there. I didn't know that. I mean, I would be taking it's unlimited them down left while and you're right. on the clock. You can get them seriously. Wow. Yeah. How as many min- cavities did you as get? Many as you- <laughs> I know you're not overweight. Like you, obviously, you didn't eat too many. Yeah, I only worked there for uh, a couple months, so I managed to keep off the pounds. Christmas season. Christmas season. Yep. Yeah. They needed a lot of. So help. he can get. One sample, he can get three samples, a box. five. He could just do like that I Love Lucy skit where she's jamming him in her mouth. Pretty much. I'd, yeah, I'd stuff him in my hat or my sweatshirt as I left too. But <laughs> What was your favorite one? The dark raspberry. Oh, that's good. Yeah. That's good. The one, I like those. I need the pecans. Yeah. Uh, I need, yeah. So that one that's got the nuts that's yeah. kind of clear but has the dark chocolate base. Do you know mm-hmm. what I'm talking about, Taylor? Yeah, I think so. It's like the I like turtles, like those kind of. Those are good too. Yeah. Those are good too. You should see if you can get rehired and just start stuffing <laughs> your pockets. Back to the valley. All, over. all right, I'll try. We good would good appreciate deal. that. <laughs> all right, uh, Clippers and the Suns in the four-five. The Lakers would not play Clippers until the, the Western Clippers Conference Finals. Until the Western Conference Finals, if it all went a certain way. Mm-hmm. Let's put that on the back burner for half a second. Can the Clippers beat the Suns without Paul George? Because it does not look like Paul George is going to be ready. You know, never say never, but it does not look like he's going to be ready to go in that series. Clippers have been playing pretty good of mm-hmm. late. The Suns have Kevin Durant, Chris Paul, De- Devin Booker, and DeAndre Ayton. Can the Clippers get through that? Because as much as I would love to see the Clippers and Lakers finally face off in the playoffs just yeah, for yeah. the fun of yep. it all, I don't think they're going to get out of the first round again. Um, okay, so to answer your question on the PG thing, it was Shams that put that up there, I think a little bit earlier today, that most likely um, he's going to be out in this first round. Don't expect to see him in this first round against the uh, against the mm-hmm. Phoenix Suns. That's kind of a wrap for me. And, and it's not even that, even if Paul George, let's say, was able to come back a couple games in, all right, well, you're getting thrown into a playoff series. You're not. It's not that you had that luxury of saying, here's a few games that you kind of get your feet under you. Which is what LeBron got to do. And LeBron got eight. Yeah. So uh, you're right. That's a Bron's not walking into the postseason in a certain way. Bron is like, all right, we're back. We're doing whatever we're doing. Um, I think it would be a really, really interesting series if Paul George was there. He's not. And just from that alone – Kawhi can only do so much. Even if Kawhi decides, I'm going to go guard KD, well, where are they going to get all their points from? Uh, I think this is not going to be that long of a series. I think the Phoenix Suns handle business. So, it, And I know the answer to what I'm about to talk about, and it's just simple that matchups are everything, right? Matchups determine what this stuff is going to be. But we saw the Clippers, without Paul George, beat a Laker team that's yeah. playing better than anybody in the league right yeah. now and beat them pretty solidly. It wasn't like you're thinking, eh, you know, bucket here, bucket there. It's like the Clippers kind of took them apart for the 11th time in a row. Yeah. And they did it without Paul George. And the Lakers had D'Angelo Russell and LeBron James and Anthony Davis. They, they had, had their, their guys. full complement of players. Mm-hmm. And yet, and because and, I agree with you, Al, I agree with you that going into the Suns without Paul George, like, yeah, that's just not going to happen. I know the answer is matchups, but it is so bizarre to me that that matchup is so unfavorable to the Lakers when it comes to matching up with the Clippers. I actually wish, I think you said this a little bit earlier, I wouldn't, you know, it was close to being a 7-8 playing tournament. Sure. It was close to being one of those. And the difference this time, you could say, okay, well, Lakers would have had enough rest and let's give it a go. Let's go from there. You know, there's this part of you that there is a personal side. It's like, can we, no, 
I, I want to get a shot at the Clippers. It'd be nerve-wracking, but it'd be fun. And it would be, and I'm with you, the yeah. Clippers are also probably saying, sure, we'll take the Lakers. We've beat them if 11 times in a row. anybody, that's who they'd pick, right? Yeah, they, and, and I think this series that they'll have against the Suns, I don't, the matchup isn't good, like you just said. Um, it's KD, it's Devin Booker, it's Chris Paul, it's DeAndre Ayton, it's championship or bust. And to get them in the first round, uh, and by the way, if this is how the Clippers season ends again, then that will be the fourth straight year with these guys together. Um, one of them always out. The one series that they were all together, they lost. They were up three games to one against Denver. Bubble. Lost three in a row. I, I mean. To a Denver team that was good, not great. Right? I mean, the, yes, the, the Denver right. team. That's was, a good way it, to it describe was, them. It was a good, not a good. It's not like the Warriors came back roaring back to get them. It's not like a Kevin Durant team came roaring back to get them. It's it the was, furthest the Nuggets have got. It was a Jokic and Jamal Murray team. It mm-hmm. was good. But it was also great. Doc Rivers, who always blows that. That's so a huge it's like point. now it's kind of it's Ty Lue with both these guys. Maybe in the second round, I think you can get past without uh, Paul George, but it's this is the time. So stick with that for a second. That. The Clippers, if look, I don't want to say they have no chance, but I think they're heavy underdogs. They'd right? be, they'd be, it'd a, be a huge surprise. surprise. It'd yeah. be a surprise yeah. for sure. What are you doing if you're Steve Palmer? Mm-hmm. Can can you look? This is a smart guy. He's an emotional guy. He's incredibly enthusiastic about everything he does. But if you're looking at this, are you looking at this? We've had one thing that was genuinely a disaster, and that was the one that you just described. In the bubble, 3-1 lead, and we let it slip through our fingers to a team that we were probably better than. Yep. That one, you, there's no explanation other than you tricked it off. Yep. You blew it. Since then, there's a very obvious explanation every year as to why you haven't gotten as far as you would like to. They did get to the Western Conference Finals once. Without Kawhi. Without Kawhi, but that was more good fortune and Paul George just going crazy. And you tip their cap for what they accomplished. For sure, it was right? it was a, it was yeah. an impressive run considering the situation they're in. But you gave away every pick you could ever imagine. You gave away one of the best players in the league in SGA, and you've got really nothing the, really to show mm-hmm. for it other than a trip to the Western Conference Finals. Do you look at it and say it's just been bad luck? Eventually, the luck will turn, run it back again, or do you start looking at it and thinking? Look, at some point, it's not bad luck. It just is what it is. These two guys get hurt a lot. We can't get out of these things. Is it a coach? Is it a player? What is it to try to shake things up? So it's kind of funny. That's why every time I hear the the Laker conversation about you know LeBron, Anthony Davis, it's done. These guys are always going to be injured. They're never there together. The Lakers, the Lakers picture with Anthony Davis and LeBron James is not that much different than the Clippers picture in the sense that the two stars in and out of the lineup, one's there, one's not. You're not going anywhere in the playoffs because one of those players is missing or they're healthy, they're unhealthy. The difference is the bubble year when the Lakers were supposed to play the Clippers in the Western Conference Finals. That's the one thing that's different on these resumes is one got there to the Western Conference Finals waiting for you. You're up 3-1. Lakers took care of their business. I think it was against the Rockets in the second round. And they waited. Game five. They waited. Game six. They waited. Game seven. And we never saw the Lakers and the Clippers. And you're going to look back at the Clippers. And I think they are going to run it back again next year. And I think they'll do that because you don't really have that many. Your hope is, I hope they're healthy. I hope they're healthy. That's going to be what you say. And you said it a little bit earlier. If one of these players is missing with any of these squads, it's a wrap. It's over. For them, it's happened pretty much every year. And the one year that you had them both, 
You lost when you were up three games to one. It's weird. They don't have a ton of options. But at some point, it's not bad luck. It's just it is what it is. That this isn't, oh, he went down at the worst possible time. No, he goes down a lot. So does Kawhi. That these guys miss a ton of time. And when you're constantly in and out of the lineup, when you're out of the lineup come the most important part of the season, is it a surprise? Is it bad luck? Or is it just this is what you've created? Can't we say that the same thing with AD? Sure. Right? That, sure. That's the but, – but you could always sit back on the – but they got one together. 100%. And you can also look – this is his fourth or fifth fourth year. Fourth year. I think fourth they year. all came at the same time. PG and Kawhi were together. Championship, when, right, for the mm-hmm. Lakers. And then AD and LeBron hurt. Last year was just a, a full bust across the board. Yep. Just a terrible season. Yep. And this year, look, they're in see it happens. with both of them healthy. Sure. And let's see what happens because I guarantee you, if you took the other seven teams that get into the playoffs and old school dart in the neck truth serum, mm-hmm. right? You want to play these guys? The answer would be hell no. I do not want to play them. Every the one team that's maybe like, yeah, we'll play them would probably be the Warriors. The Warriors are and the Lakers have played well against the Warriors. Yep. But the Warriors aren't scared of anybody. Pick the other twenty. Yeah, we'll play those guys. By the way, that could be the second round match. Yeah, I know, and it could be awesome. It could be Lakers Warriors in the second round, finally kind of having these two franchises collide. At their best. Yeah. A, a, with with all of their pieces. With the right pieces. There. Right. The with, role players, the this, the that. Not just, mm-hmm. hey, this is a, a, a random Tuesday night game in February. This yeah. It matters. And, and series, win the first one, you feel good. Game five, now we're going to game six. Totally different. I think Lakers went three and one against the Warriors this year. They're, they're playing really well. Yeah. I've, I have not felt this way about this team in two years. Uh, now, now again, I go back to it. That's why that other fan hit you. Now I'm nervous. When they walk out onto that court tomorrow night, they're going to win. They're going to win. If they I, stay I, healthy, they're going to win that game. They're going to win the series against Memphis. And then, like you're saying with Golden State, at that point, it gets a little trickier, yeah. but it's not a bad bet. Be shocked if they lose tomorrow. I'm with you on that. Me too. I'd be shocked. shocked if they lose. Me too. Don't go into that game fourth quarter. It's a two four-point game. You just it don't want to have that. Factor cap coming up next. It's Travis Lee, 710 ESPN. Hi, it's Mike Greenberg letting you know ESPN Bet is ready to take you through all the biggest sports moments this spring. The official sportsbook of ESPN has exclusive offers and markets from Scott Van Pelt, Stephen A. Smith, and me, plus many more. From the playoff intensity to finally getting out to the ballpark, there's no better time for sports fans. Sign up today. New users get a bet reset up to $1,000 in bonus bets if your first bet doesn't win. Download ESPN Bet today. What a play. Must be 21 plus and present in select states. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. See app for details. Hey guys, Berg's here. So Berg, one Hi. word to describe last night's episode. Incredible. Okay, good word. Good word. I would go with mysterious. <laughs> <laughs> good word. Also good word. <laughs> Thank you. There's, a lot, there's not a lot we can say. But intense? Yeah. yeah, it's I, intense. I, I, yeah. Taylor? You, you guys have sold me. I thought it was boring. Yeah. <laughs> that is one word. I so that is I'll, one word. I'll have it. I'll have it watched by five o'clock. Emily. Okay. All right. Text me when you do. All right. So, um, with the fight that happened yesterday, fight in quote unquote uh, in the Timberwolves game, I'd call as well it more as, of a brawl. Yeah, a brawl. Yeah. And also, there was a little mini mini fight in the Clippers game on the bench as well. Mm-hmm. You have ever been? You have been in a situation where you had to separate someone. Like you had to separate a fight, Travis. Factor cap. Oh yeah, fact. I mean, it. it I don't know if this is just a a, ma- a male thing. I don't know if this is an athlete thing. But you'd have teammates getting fights 
all the time. Yeah, it's more of an idiot thing. Yeah, yeah, no, because guys, when you're competing and somebody makes a mistake, somebody says something they probably shouldn't say, the yeah. other guy takes offense to it, and they want to break each other's necks for about 30 seconds, and then everybody calms down. It happens all the time. I've never... Look, when it's a Draymond thing, it's a little different because somebody gets hurt. Yeah. If right. somebody gets hurt in a fight, it becomes a very different thing, mm -hmm. but teammates fight people that care about each other fight people that love each other fight it isn't a big deal so it happens a lot and yes i've had to hey why don't you go shut up go back and mm -hmm. stop and then tell I'm sorry dude you broke up bergen ireland time. one time <laughs> in the exactly. bullpen <laughs> don't ever do that again by the way <laughs> uh it's fact more so people are usually breaking me up back in the day where the guy was wanting to go <laughs> after people. you i was i, I was a hothead Absolutely a hothead. Um, but I have had to get in way, and mostly because I have, I, everybody has that one friend, I'm sure you all do, that when they drink a little bit, they just lose their mind. Mm -hmm. Constantly want to fight absolutely everybody. And so I've had to break up a lot of fights for this one person because just like, hey, let's just walk away. Let me ask let's you just walk away. Do you still hang out with that person? Not as much as I used to. <laughs> that runs its course fast. Yeah, it yeah, gets No one's tiring. trying to babysit yeah. at 40. Right. That's not happening. Al? Uh, definitely fact. I'm actually a good breaker, upper fighter. Okay, I'm not about to fight. It's a good description. So I'm the guy that I've done this before. I see you fighting. I've done this before. I mean, this is a really random one. I've done it with strangers. Just like you're in a situation. There was one time I went to uh, I pick the movie theater, and out of nowhere, I'm like, "What is? It? What am I watching unfold in front of me?" One guy is mouthing at another guy and the movie's like about to start or maybe like it just started. time is I don't know what's going on. So the, these, but the movie isn't on. The movie isn't on yet, but these twos were literally ready to fight. And here I am, like, what am I doing? I'm just going to sit here and watch it and eat my popcorn, which wasn't yes. a bad idea <laughs> if I did decide to do that. I didn't. I got in between these guys and had to ba basically talk to both of them like, guys, what are we doing here? It's a movie. Watch the damn movie and call it a day. So I've definitely broke up fights. Broke up fights one time with a couple of my cousins. Cousins sleep with one of them. Like, you idiots. And they're like, yeah, we're idiots. You know, you you broke me up with a, a Charger fan at that Raiders Charger game. Remember? <laughs> like, I, I touched the guy. Charger. <laughs> right. You know what I'm talking okay, about? Okay, yeah. There was a Charger fan that wouldn't stop running his mouth. Just as if the stop. Chargers had won four Super Bowls in a row. The game hadn't even started And they're yet. the greatest franchise ever. We're Bird in. did one of these, Trev. Gave just, him one of those. Just put my hand on his shoulder. Buddy, the guy's been drinking. He's not looking for the Raider <laughs> that fan was a to bad put up. Yeah, that, that was not a the bad best. Call. Yeah. Taylor? Uh, yeah, I've done this. So, fact, the last time I think it was at the Wiltern, um, I was watching the Growlers. They're like a surf rock band, for, but for whatever reason, uh, they attract a lot of violence at their shows. And um, Mosh pits. Just two dudes fighting in front of me, and I just kind of you know, stood in between them, and it broke it up. Well, then you had your roommates, didn't you, on the. Uh Oh, yeah. I, caught the I caught the tail end of that. <laughs> <Yeah>. so. <laughs> so I don't know if I would have broken it up. I, I think I would have just watched. <laughs> just yeah, send, you say, a leash. send that raccoon in there <laughs> next time. <laughs> Travi has him on a leash. <laughs> the raccoon's just, just ready to go. He yeah, lets you guys don't go. stop. Shake the cage and open the door and let it run out there. Shake the cage. He kept the raccoon. All right. So today is National Siblings Day. And so I have, you know, I kind of have a theory that you can kind of guess where someone is in a sibling order. So if you have, if you tell someone, oh, I have three siblings, I can kind of get to where they are in the order of siblings. I think that like, it has something to do about the personality you create is like where you There's are. There's a whole like order. birth order quasi science. Exactly. So yeah. birth order matters. Uh, Berg, factor cap. 
Uh, I mean, in that sense, in the quasi-birth order world that you're talking about, sh- sure. I don't know. Like Me and my brother, I only have one. He is older than me. I, I, I think we, we You can tell that? How can you tell that? Yeah, because you want to fight. Oh, well, yeah, that's true. <laughs> <laughs> well, he beat me up See a how lot. she set you up for that? That was the long con. <laughs> right, she put that first one way out there, and she's like, watch me nail Bergman uh, on this. I, I think, I mean, we get along. I don't think any, I mean, we are very similar, and we... I don't know. I don't think the birth order matters. His friends like me better, but I you know. <laughs> said like Anderson. a said like a true younger brother. I was right? called the better Bergman for most of my life. Because <laughs> yeah, you're the baby. All right, Al. Um, cat birth order does not matter, but fact it is used in. I'll just give my family as an example. I'm the youngest, and um, I'm the only you know I'm I'm the only male in the family, right? So I got two older sisters. And I was treated like I was the youngest and the only male in the family. And my oldest sister was treated a certain way as well. I do feel like there is kind of, I don't understand why that is, but I do feel like there is a little bit of that. You have different responsibilities depending on where you are in your birth order. Trev? Yeah, I think think it's, I don't know if it matters, but it certainly could have a big impact on a person's point of view their personality true um only child you can definitely tell only children are very identifiable most of the time are you younger or older i'm the older brother i I have a younger brother um yeah i i I think probably um i look at my three kids michael is the youngest and he's kind of the peacemaker right he's the one that causes the least amount of conflict my um my wife susan is the youngest of three and she is the one that is the, the organizer and everything else. She takes care of everything else. Yeah, I think that there's something to that. Taylor? Fact, yeah, what these guys said. I think it matters. Um, it can matter in how the parents care for the younger children, I think. I mean, you know, once you're on the second, third, fourth, I think you might care a little less. A little looser. Or you might, you care might be about a helicopter the things parent. you don't need to care about as much. Yeah. Right? And when, they're, when you have that first one everything you know, oh they can't touch that you got to make sure they don't do that and then by the third you're like that's eh, fine it doesn't matter <laughs> whatever you it's it they're totally yeah, fine he it, falls he falls you'll learn don't look at him if he if he if you if he sees you looking at him when he goes he's down, gonna he's cry gonna, but just don't look at him you yeah. you totally change your approach i think there's like a diaper commercial the same thing it's like oh yeah it's your second one right yeah. you're like yeah the second one's a little easier um but okay so next one i'm not going to get into relitigating what we did a couple segments ago but breakups are never amicable so if you're in a if there's a breakup that happens, people may say, "Yeah, we both decided on it." Blah, blah. Breakups are never amicable. Alan, Patrick, Cap. fact, I think you know when you have the, hey, we're we're breaking up and we're going our separate ways, but we're going to stay friends and we're going to do this and we're going to do and you know what I have no the best thing to do is just it is what it is. It's part of life. Maybe you just didn't have the best relationship. Whatever the reason was. I think ultimately, as much as you try to make it clean, it could get a little messy, and then I think you just part ways and don't really communicate anymore. Jeff? There's an old saying that if things didn't end badly, they wouldn't end, right? It's, uh, it's, it's, you can have an amicable relationship with someone you've broken up with after yes. a while, after some time goes past, and then you both realize that, okay, it probably was best for both of us to not be together anymore or not work there anymore. 
But in the moment, one person is always taking it the wrong way, yes. almost almost always. And if everybody's happy, it wouldn't end in the first place, right? It's rarely that I think people say at the same time, I want to break up. It's usually one person has to yeah. bring up the subject, and maybe the other one is thinking about it too, but it's it's never exactly down the middle. Berg? Uh, I disagree, actually. I think it is cap. I think you can break up amicably, and it, can, it happens quite often. I've broken up amicably, amicably with people before. What does uh, she think? What is she? She's fine. <laughs> she's fine. I'm fine. It was one of those things where like we're working out. It's like this isn't a good situation. Maybe we're not fighting. Maybe we're not getting into arguments or whatever it is. We're just like, eh, this isn't something that works for each other. And we're like, OK, let's just step aside and that's fine. So and if you want to still be friends, fine, you can still be friends. But for the most part, no, you don't, because if you're not going to be together, you don't need to be friends. Right. So, yeah, I do think it can absolutely be amicable, though. Taylor? Fact, I think it's only amicable in the eyes of the person who was broken up with. Sorry, Berg. I mean, you can have a different opinion. <laughs> yeah, so, yeah, Berg. <laughs> she got you, he got you, and we'll see what else is Yeah. We, we had two different factor caps today. We usually are on the, I know, the same We're side. always on the same one, yeah. That's I interesting. Yeah. I don't know. We'll try again in a, another time. There we'll goes see. that chemistry. It's like uh, it, Gobert it's and Anderson. It's over. <laughs> All right, Lakers. Swing at them. Lakers have a uh, tomorrow game against the Timberwolves. Yep. They're going to win that one. They got Memphis after that, which we'll get to in just a little bit. But coming up next, do the Dodgers have some real problems? Mm, it's next. Travis Lee, 710 ESPN. Lakers by a million tomorrow night. <laughs> Book it. Jesus. <laughs> I just feel like they're going to take well, care of Well, can I business. tell you something? I wouldn't be – I'd be more surprised if you said, hey, Lakers won by 15 or Lakers won by two, I'd be more surprised by the two. Yeah, me like too. the 15 is – it's not unrealistic. But, but stop doing what you're doing. I'm not doing you anything. Stop that. They're, they have all of the indicators are very positive for the. What Lakers. about the gods, Travis? The like, gods are this. shaking. We've Here's the difference. This. The difference is what I think you're not you're underestimating is the chemistry of the Timberwolves right now. <laughs> That's why the gods don't scare me. Is because the Timberwolves are coming They've apart. They've never at the been seams, so locked. Right, guys punching walls and punching each other, and it, it's Lakers are going to be just never fine. understood the wall punch. Never understood that. Like people are just at a house, right? Like even if somebody will, yeah, I punched a hole through the wall. Yeah, I never understood. Like have you never, never slammed your fist on the desk out of frustration or something like that? I have thrown a remote. I have slammed the door. I have not taken my. I have not taken even my on a table and. Yeah, you could do that, yeah, but break your hand. But I have not squared up no, and said, Rocky "I'm Balboa. going through this wall." Because <laughs> I just don't think I'm going to win. No, no, no. Punt, going Balboa on a piece of drywall is it, or a brick wall is a bad idea. Is uppercutting. But I've gotten frustrated and kind of, you know, pounded the desk or the, or the table or something. Or throwing a trophy. Uh, I haven't thrown a trophy. I haven't done that. But yeah, it's other people that I know have done that. Have done that. Yeah. Also, I, Al's- I also know them. <laughs> Al, the song coming in, was that an air? Because one thing I got out of the movie Air is that the soundtrack is fantastic. It really puts you right into like the... The world of the '80s, I would assume. I, I obviously yeah. was not there, but I think it was like it was really. That was one of the things that stood out to me about that movie for sure. I, I love that movie. We need both of you guys. I was a little nervous when Emily said she's going to go see it because Emily has a deeper. When it comes to movies, there's just a deeper I have knowledge. Hard rules. <laughs> there's there's more rules. There's a whole thing. Imagine having rules going to the movies. <laughs> she hit me up. Like, I don't know, 6 o'clock or whatever yeah, it was on movie, Friday. Did she say yeah? 
and she was excited about the movie. I'm I like, know. all right, so we got uh, we got a winner there. There were people clapping in my theater, like when things happened. It's like I again, I I went Clap in I being a little skeptical because you, I was, you know, if everyone's liking, it, I was like, maybe I won't because I think maybe it'll be corny because most most sports movies are be, a little corny. Be honest with me, real yeah. quick. Okay, if every because and you know yeah. where I fall into this category, yeah. right? If everybody likes something, do you go in it predisposed not to like it? Yeah, yeah me, a bit. Me, I'm, me, so unless why, unless it's I like ask. a certain type of thing where it's yeah. like, oh, this like art house thing that like low key people are saying that it's great, whatever. But um, I yeah went in in it pretty skeptical. And so why I, is that? You just think that there's for both of you. Is it you just think well. This many people can like it. There's got to be something wrong. I gotta with be it. What is more and more malicious? What is it? Tell me. <laughs> I just like to watch people get deflated when I tell them I don't, I don't like care. something that they like. Yeah, I, I, I get, I get. It's but just, what if you really liked it? <laughs> then I would say I really liked it. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Well, then that's yeah. okay. Then it's yeah. not malicious. But it's yeah. what? No, it's one of those. I I go into it wanting to dislike it. So when you go, Trav, what do you think about air? I'm like, it was all right. And just to watch you go, oh man, that's yeah, awesome. I really like it. <laughs> yeah, no, but I do, I do, I do like to put a pin in the balloon there. But I'm not surprised you like. Yeah. Because A, those guys usually make good movies. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You're a sports fan. Yeah. It's a story that you're familiar enough with that you feel like you got it, but kind there's probably of. some stuff in it that you got to learn. Yeah. Yep. But also yeah. that's the thing is that I thought I wouldn't like it because I knew the story. I think I, w- I was going to predict everything. But the thing is, like, even if you know how it's going to end, I think they get it. And it's also like there's like only like two set pieces, like not a lot of scenes and stuff like that. It was really... It it was shocking how excited I got about it. When's but your podcast happy. started? Uh, who knows? Who knows if I want to listen? Anyone wants to listen to me? You I know hope your so. stuff. <laughs> I hope so. You know your stuff on these. Maybe movies. eventually. Yeah. No. I mean, you you're on with us every day. I hope so. Do like a post game podcast on the on certain. I'm not movies. surprised you like that. I, I, yeah. I if I would have had to place a bet, yes or no, I would have bet yes. So and now my bet is uh, Golden Globes might recognize it. I don't know if it's Oscars necessarily, but I think Golden Globes maybe it'll be. Look, that's where I I don't know. I, I just I just that's when somebody is. I glazed over the second I heard Golden Globes. My bra- <laughs> I had like a low hum in my brain go off. Just that was like the Roland got into the Hall of Fame, and I'm like I I don't know what to do with that. I, I don't know. The, the Oscars have gotten to the point where I, I don't see any of those movies. They're not. They're movies that, for the most part, are not designed to appeal to me. And so I don't see them, and so I don't care. So based, Unless there's Jennifer Connelly in it. That's different. Based the, the on... Movies designed to appeal to me, <laughs> exactly. right? Based on that, does it... Would you now like to... Are you hoping you're not going to like no, Air? No, I know I'm going to like that movie. I, I my only here's the, here's the rub with Air for me. If I don't see it this week... Or, or this it. weekend. I'll see it, but I probably won't see it until it comes to a streaming service. It's going to be on Amazon, likely, because it's an Amazon uh, yeah. theater thing. Yeah. Jason Bateman, by the way, scene stealer. He's, so good. You mean the guy on my list of non-movie star guys? <laughs> that Jason but he, Bateman? And he did steal a lot of scenes. No, he's great. I, I, I will see it, hopefully, this week. But if not, whenever Amazon starts streaming it, then I'll see it then. Probably. It's going to be great because then you're going to end up in like a year saying, guys, <laughs> look, let's break it down. I'm not saying, look, we can, you guys can break it down right now. I'd love to no. hear you guys talk about it because there are no spoilers in it. I know mm-hmm. the story. I know that the, the Air Jordan brand turns out pretty successful. I, not, I would just I'm not worried about it working out. <laughs> I would just say this. I think a lot of our listeners, just an audience that tunes into 710 sports fan. 
you're gonna like the movie. Yeah, I like, you're gonna sure. like the, movie. the Adidas uh, and the Converse stuff, and and also again sometimes it's a little corny with sports movies. So they had the the ending credits were like, and then this person did this ten years later, and this person did this ten years. Are kind of corny, but I also think they did it really well. They for did this it well. One. Yeah, and, they did it well. Uh, yeah, it was good. I agree with you. The general, and then this happened to this guy, and this. Oh happened my god! I usually. I, I agree with you that it's kind of a weird way to end a movie. I always like it. I, I always like the kind of the corny. And then this guy went on to be a senator. Like the Sandlot has that at the end, and, right? Um, yeah, uh, yeah, remember right. the Titans yeah, it has does. it. They, they, a lot of movies have it. And you it. know what has it too? Double teamed. Double teamed has an ending. What, what's the other one with the not the double team? The the other one where the guy the baseball the movie. Yeah. Oh, Eddie's Million Dollar Cookoff is not is not based cook-off. off of a real story. Indeed, indeed. I want one where it says this guy ended up doing nothing. He literally got unemployed He's and he is now. <laughs> well, uh, who was the pitcher for in uh, the Sandlot? Not, no, the, no, the tall, not the pitcher, the tall, skinny kid. He dis- got really into the sixties and no one ever heard from him again. <laughs> Right, so really that, into the 60s. Right, right. That's a uh, good description. It, 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 it could happen. This is from Aaron Palmer in the Travis Lee community. It says, "Trav, if you ever had to break up a fight between your wife and someone else, that's a fun evening." I have not. Susan um, has never gotten. Yeah, I don't think come Susan, to blows. I don't However, that. I'm just telling you right now, if it came to that, my money's on her. Oh yeah, and it, especially if she hasn't, then there's like. She has allowed her conscience to be the smarter person, but if ever came to something where, hey, this is it. If she had to fight someone that was just not a, like if she had to fight a UFC person, mm-hmm. I don't like her chances. But if she just got into another fight with somebody at Albertsons, she does, like, at Albertsons she? the work, yes. And she's, yeah. and she's committed. But if she won. She, she's, if she decided it needed to happen, she's not going to stop until it's over. If she got in a fight, would she at the end? <laughs> no, she'd stand over and like, you, are you done yet? Because I'm not, right? That's how it would go. Wait, wait, and then I'd come out of nowhere breaking it up. <laughs> Her um, hackles will get raised occasionally. Like somebody will do something to one of the kids, one of it's, and, and it's like she's right on the precipice yeah. of going. Like, let it play is that, out. Let is it that play out. Michael playing baseball? It, is no, that other usually, parents? It feels that... like somebody has been disrespectful. It feels like somebody sure. has done she something. Is no, not road ragey. She's she's mama bear ragey. Mm, okay. Yeah. That, it, Speaking of which, there's a good TV show called Beef on Netflix about a road rage incident that leads to more payback. Girls, it's interesting. Yeah. My girl scared the hell out of me this weekend. Do you ever have, I don't know how you are as a passenger or how your significant other or friend or whatever, their reaction sometimes is everything. So, a car was coming this way. We're in a parking lot, and I'm just getting out of the parking lot. I have the right of way to go, and there's a stop sign, so this van should be stopping, and they should be waiting for me. That van wasn't really paying attention, so the van kind of starts going through stops, but nothing like crazy. Her reaction was we were 80 miles per hour on a freeway, and this was it. And she's like, oh, yeah, and like jumps up and I'm, I'm and we're in a parking lot. OK, so it's not like we're coming out of a shopping center. Right. And I just look at her and she scared the living hell out of me. She's like, I'm so sorry. I'm so sorry. <laughs> yeah. My mom like, likes what to are we gasp. doing here. The yelling and the gasping is Clinching very unsettling. And- very unsettling. Susan will do the. Th- she's she's not listening. She's at work. So when she sneezes. I think the world's coming to an end. Mm-hmm. It's the loudest, most concussive sound you've ever heard. It's not just like it's all back and, and it's no, yep, it's this everything pop 
of sound that that come that's from nowhere to like like imagine the fireworks show at Dodger Stadium. Yes, yes, it's this, and it's just bang, like out of, out of nowhere. And if that happens in the car, I'm convinced that I've gotten sideswiped by an 18 wheeler. I, I didn't didn't even know it was coming. How do we anywhere. pop the tire? So scary. So now she'll do that thing where if I'm driving, she'll just put her hand on my shoulder like it's coming. It's coming. It's coming. I'm like, okay. And even then, it's a little bit of a, got a, of a wince along the way. All right. I took in my uh, first in-person Major League Baseball game with the pitch clock on Saturday Night Sleep. Yeah. I'm here to tell you whether or not it's a good idea. It's coming up next. It's Travis Lee, 710 ESPN.